All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 18 of the Backwoods 3 podcast. I'm bringing us in for today. People call me G. I'm sitting across from the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. McKay. How you doing today? I couldn't be much better. You know, I'm looking into booking a flight, but we'll get into that later. Okay. And the man to my left is Skulls. How you doing today? What it do, baby? Feeling good this Saturday afternoon. Ready to bring some fire content to the table. That's right. As we all are. If you're not already, check us out on uh, you know Twitter. Follow us at the Backwoods Three at Backwoods Three P and Backwoods Three Podcast on Instagram. If you're not already doing so, and check us out at One Point Five if you're uh, you know listening on Apple Podcasts. Keep but, it crispy on that One Point Five. Yeah, it's nice to see you two back on the studio today. You know, I just want to throw. I'm a fan of listening to us on just a normal speed. The One Point Five for me just. Uh, I like both. It's a little different, um, but it kind of mixes it up here and there, you know. Also, point five, extremely entertaining. If you're looking for something, that's very good. Uh, gee, it was a big week for you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you know. and, and, you know, my morning this morning, I will just say, when it started with a nice little run over there at the West Monroe track, and I got about ten chicken minis. It was okay. uh, fantastic, but... Before just, or after you started running? After I started running, but before I started probably running. probably settled well if you got them before. Definitely <laughs> not, dude. I mean, your boy's not much of a runner as is, so, you know, you kind of got to not hurt yourself. <laughs> um, but anyways, I, I, it was interesting, though, because it was, it was a nice view. And I, I say that in the most uh, funny of ways because there was actually a women's fitness boot camp or something. You know, I thought there. that's where you were going with that. <laughs> and let me just say. Shout out to the ladies out Shout there. Shout out to the ladies out there. You know, I don't like to objectify women, but I can't help but saying. Were they working you know, hard just, out there? They were, they looked great. You know, a lot of in shape people. I would say of about 50 ladies, you know, uh, 30 of them were attractive. But, you know, again, we don't check out women while they're working out. Gee, kudos to you for still going and hitting your run with all those people out there because your boy would have been dipping out. I, I move in silence. I, I run when no one else is around. Like exactly. I'm not a G, but, you know, G's a G, though, and you don't move in silence, so it doesn't fit. Oh, no, dude, we're, we're out there, dude. I mean, it's not like, there were some other people not involved in the boot camp walking around, but they just so happened to be ladies, and so I was kind of like the only dude out there, so uh, <clears throat> not what I had expected, but it was a nice view. <laughs> the, the one question I, I do have for you, G, is uh, what brought you to the West Monroe track rather than the curious. much closer yeah. uh, Sterlington or, or the ULM, ULM track? Look, the Chick-fil-A... Did you know this uh, boot camp was going to go down? No, actually I didn't, <laughs> but the Chick-fil-A is just a great motivator for me, and you know, it, it's, hey, you're not going to get it until you go out there and, you know, do a couple miles. And, you, you earned know, that Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, nothing's for free, and, and yeah. so I'm happy. I'm happy I did, but... It was definitely, it took me by surprise, right? Because there's never anybody out there. And it was like early in the morning. It was like 8 o'clock. Um, so. so I would say for next time, I think you should stop by Chick-fil-A beforehand. But then you should get that rig set up where you have like a stick over your head and then the string hanging. Kind of like a, and you got oh, the nuggets hanging dogs. in front of you. Usually yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll really help motivate you. Wow, man. You guys must really think I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to become so an every dumb. Saturday morning uh, affair for you now? Are you looking to get into a regiment here? You know, 
I'm not looking to get into regimen, but I do try to run whenever I can. Uh, you know, it, it's a nice break from the rower. Me and Mikhail were talking about it earlier today. Uh, Got to switch it up, keep the muscles wondering. Got to confuse those bad mm -hmm. boys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know all the health benefits for it. I know it's a, it's a great thing for you to do. I can't stress enough how much I hate just running. You know, like if it sucks. I if I'm doing something in which I need to run, playing a sport, playing football, baseball, something like that, I don't mind running. Usually it's short sprints and distances. But just going out to run. Yeah. I think it's imperative to it, uh, to listen to music or a podcast like the one you're listening to right now while you run. It kind of helps take your mind off of it. And then also I try to focus on breathing and just one step in front of the other. Just go into that mindless zone. I but, never get that because I'm just thinking to myself like, why am I running? I I hate running, so why why am I forcing myself to do this? Like I said, I understand the health benefits for it. I will get on a an elliptical every once in a while and tread some miles on that, but just walking outside and going to run, not my thing. And that's understandable. Yeah, but I think sometimes, you know, it's nice just to get out there and, and free your mind a little bit, especially if you're, if you're uh, you know, cooped Ease up in the office, right? Um, but still, when I went to Chick-fil-A, though, I got my chicken minis, dude. They also had some lovely ladies working in the uh, Chick-fil-A line, and I was like, dude, you know, is this it? Have I peaked? Are we having <laughs> such a great time? Dude, and the lady <clears throat> at the sauce cart gave me four honey mustards. What? You know what, dude, that... Come, I mean, come on, dude. Oh. Well, first of all, I think you should have went with a little Polynesian action to mix it up in there. But I understand if that's not your thing. Not in the breakfast. You know, you know what you taught me is is you get them with the nugs or the fries. Right. And you know what? I had the hash browns this morning, and I had some ketchup on those. Okay. We're gonna talk about that later. I, I've got, okay. I want to get your opinion on some things. All right. Yeah, so other than that, um, I mean, the big thing going on right now, if y'all want to get into this, and what I mentioned before, I was booking a flight. I want to fly to Vegas. I guess that's the closest airport to Area 51 because we need to take part in this storming. Oh, You're on this bandwagon? Oh, I'm absolutely. Did like, you click like the they button, said, Did you like the page on Facebook? Not yet. I haven't found it, but I will RSVP. They can't stop us all. Sure, they'll mow down a lot, but my theory is this. I want to get like a bike or something that'll just set me apart. I can move a little bit quicker, maybe get my getaway once I adopt my alien, get the hell out of there. You know, maybe a, 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 you know, a dirt bike or something along those lines. Yeah, four-wheeler, side-by-side. Four Go-kart, okay. golf cart, actually. Yeah. I would think a go-kart, though. You know, go, you can, yeah, you're lower to the ground? Easy. Yeah, okay, that could work. Serpentine, got to go yeah. serpentine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't have a lot of protection in the go-kart. You don't have a lot of protection in it. You know what? You got more protection in a golf cart than you do Naruto running. Very true. Those right? are the guys you need to get mowed down, though. The, I got to talk about that. I saw the one thing. It was somewhere in the Pentagon or, or some. There's someone having to explain to some old white general what Naruto running is with a straight face. <laughs> and that, that, the thought of that, it just cracks me up, man. Um, you like, see here, sir, Naruto running is where one holds one's arms behind their back, dips their chest ever so uh, slightly, and runs head forward, not looking at the ground in front of them. You're much more aerodynamic, sir. You see, they think they can outrun our bullets. It's a folly, but they think they can, you know. 
and the U.S. government is taking this seriously. Like, yeah, that was a little threat. Yeah, that oh, came out <laughs> like, like we're not gonna, you know, a subtle threat. We're not gonna shoot people, but we're we will, we will defend our air force base. So what that means, you tell me. My thought is, we need to get our hands on some riot gear. Okay, full shield, helmet, you know, ballistic vest, all of that, and that's gonna extremely improve our chances. Also, little baby carrier for your chest, so you can throw the alien in there and and you know not lose any time. I don't know if they're fast or slow or big or small, but we need to make, you know, we need to make adjustments for them. Dude, on a more serious note, do you think that this could actually become real? Like, do you, there's in a this lot of people day and, to do it. In this day and age, I think this is a perfect example of, um, this is going to be a, uh, an old take, I should say, but this is just a perfect example of how social media gains uh how, how things that get put uh, put on social media get so many people to to back them you know the the power of social media you know this started it's like what a facebook group that is now you know amassed over you know 300,000 some odd followers with the likes of celebrities oh i think it's over a million dude now like there's, okay. there's like 700 i've got numbers Okay. Uh, so we've got 3.2 million interested, and I'm trying to see where it marks how many. 1.8 million going. Uh, okay, 1.3 interested and 1.8 million going. So you got to think, what if they get 5% of that? I mean, that's still yeah. like 100,000 people or something crazy, like even more than that. <laughs> what if 10,000 people show up? That's a, a very small fraction, and that's a problem. Like... I, this is going to be interesting. I want to see how it turns out. The, the plan is to meet at the Area 51 uh, alien tourist attraction, which I didn't know existed. I'm sure they had. Yeah, I had a feeling they had some kind of the, uh, museum or something like that. I guess so, but... They're preparing... The, like, the people down there, they got a... Uh, um, some sort of, like, a dateline thing out there, and they're preparing for, like, a lot of people. This lady cleared, like, multiple acres for people to uh, stop. It's fine. It's just how it's uh, done. Um, but still, regardless, I, I think this could potentially be, if people actually show up, maybe the modern Woodstock of our era, dude. I yeah, mean, a lot of people died at that fest. one Woodstock. <laughs> it's one of the two. Hopefully, I never thought I'd say this, but a Firefest situation would be better than that one Woodstock where everyone died. This is my thinking, though. Area 51 is just a cover-up, right? Like, you got to think... Nobody knows. At this point... I think it's, I a, mean, it's a decoy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we have a situation like this because, I mean, with the universe as big as it is, it's, it's really boring to think that there's no one else, no other... In, life of some kind out there right like that's kind of lame i don't know what you believe but i want to hope that there's something else out there but i feel like area 51 is a diversion but we're about to find out because we're storming that bad boy let's see them aliens dude and you saw the guy everybody has seen seen the pictures and the interview of the guy that started that page i did not know who started dude, this page. he is a naruto runner absolutely uh, he's got long black straight hair dude see he's i thought got, that like, was like sarcasm right? no 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 no. and he like has like that little hat you know it's like yeah the bandana thing it's a black oh with, with the silver with the logo thing. oh goodness yeah. oh dude he is all out and he even did like a little naruto run clip <laughs> 
Okay, I really I thought this was gonna be like an ironic thing. That's hilarious that he is actually gonna. <laughs> Well, I mean, he started it as a joke, right? But I think he's actually he's got to show up now. And, that, and, that, he that, it. and see, that's the thing I'm getting at with, with my take on this. I think it's a, a really stupid idea. I think the whole idea of this is, is really, really stupid. Well, I think you're um, really stupid. If, if you wanted to go see Area 51, you, you should have done something in your life to um, give you the clearance clearance to go into area 51 uh if you're that fascinated by it and then once again like you just said the dude started this as a joke and the power of social media and the stupids and simples on there have (laughs) taken this to extreme levels of now where people are actually going to possibly storm area 51 and and potentially hurt themselves in the process of it so that's just really my my whole take i have i like this whole Area 51 stuff, I'm just like, are you for real? And that's just my take, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. And I will say that they, they will definitely get hurt. It is proven. Y- at the very you, least hurt. At, yeah. at the least, you will get hurt or in, and arrested and detained. And Don't get me wrong. My, ch- my inner childhood would absolutely love to see what is lurking behind Area 51. You know, I, I do, like you, Mikhail, I do believe that there is other forms of life out there. And as a child, I was all about aliens. Aliens and exist. They could very well be at Area 51. So, but yeah, not, I mean, getting serious for a moment, sure. Like, storming a military base of any kind is a bad idea. Um, and I, I th- do think people are very serious about actually going through with this now. Sure, there's some tinfoil hat wearers out there that, that might be trying to do this. I think for the most part, people are just having fun with it. I mean, the memes being born are great. You see the, the alien dressed to go out, and it's waiting on that We Outside text. There's been all kinds. Of, you know, the alien waking me up at 3 a.m. to say they threw up. Like, <laughs> those are golden. Did you see the one where uh, it was, you know, when you take your alien to get his first cut? Slaps him on the head. That was classic. Some of the, the maps too where it's like white claw drinkers coming in this way (laughs) classic goth kids and then the one where it's just revive arrows all over area 51 (laughs) oh man and you know they had the kyles running in and the naruto runners the the kyles need to be on the front lines you know no offense to the kyle that we know but most of the kyles they need to take the bullets That sounds terrible, but yeah. Regardless, I will not be participating in the Area 51. So I should cancel my flight. You know, I don't want to. No, okay, if you were empowered to go, no, you you go and hopefully survive to tell us and all our yeah. listeners the story. But see, I didn't RSVP on the page, so I can't go. So I, I've committed at this yeah. point. I just mm-hmm. did it. So and need look, to, need if, to start running some laps in Naruto style. Yeah, I'm gonna start getting in shape. And if you've got a lead on getting me some riot gear. Uh, you know, let me know. I need to be able to take, hopefully, I'm hoping they use some rubber bullets as to discourage people from going any further but not kill them. And your boy's just going to take those on headstrong. And, I feel you like know. if you just get a bulletproof shield, the, a six foot, yeah, six, a little over six foot. What if they're behind me? Ooh. See, you, you, you got to think they've got several turrets set up. You know, there's going to be an air... Oh, airstrike for sure. Yeah, it's you know, like uh, maybe some really quickly some hornet's nest grenades they throw out there. There's no telling. Well, they also, you know, just 
just to ask, do you think that there's anything there? I know, I know we all want to hope maybe, but do you think No, especially now that this has been going on, like they're taking precautions, right? So I think it was always a decoy, and that I think there is a facility somewhere, probably out there in the desert. But especially if it was there, it won't be there much longer. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just, this is, just, they're going to make it seem as normal as possible on the off chance people do get through. Right. We'll and, see. And you would have think like years ago, years and years and years ago, they might have been doing something out there. Right? Yeah. And now it's just, you know, everybody knows about it. It's such a big thing. They're, surely they're doing something out there, right? They don't just fly planes with people full of, full of people just to sit there all day. Got to think technology testing and stuff like that at mm-hmm. the very least. Um, but the aliens, where are they at though? You know. uh, but then again, you got to think, why is it still so highly guarded? Is every U.S. base this highly guarded? I don't know how highly guarded it is, but you got to think most of them are, are pretty highly guarded. Uh, we, got, we, got a, we need to talk to our friends in the military. Yeah, we we've got some. Here, they they uh, would, might have some see, intel. Yeah, just how heavily guarded things are. I mean, is it Area 51 style or is it Fort Knox style? Right. We talking, you know. There's, there's you nothing know, getting into Fort Knox. And they say locked down like Fort Knox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are we talking Alcatraz or are we talking, you know, Azkaban? Or Angola. Are there Dementors there? Yeah, you know, like. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'll take my chances at Angola over the Dementors, I think. Oh, yeah, the, you don't want to face the Dementors. Anyway, I think, that's, I think we've exhausted our Area 51 talk. Um, I think we had some good points. But, yeah, if, if you're trying to go with me, then, then hit, hit me up and we're, we're going to go to Area 51. Yeah, and I think that leads us right into your favorite segment, which is our word of the day, right? And, Absolutely. Um, you know, on the subject of Area 51, today's word of the day is cogent, and that's an adjective, and it means appealing forcibly to the mind or reason, convincing. And you know what? I had a very cogent feeling about going to Area 51, let's be honest. Do you think it's a bad idea? That's your cogent feeling? I think so, yeah. You know what? Because, like I said, it's kind of highly guarded. Yeah. You know, it, it, apparently 1.4 million people don't feel the same way. You know, I'm with the 1.4 million. I think this guy who made the event had a very cogent argument, and, you know, he's got some cogent points, like the Naruto run. I've never tried it, so I don't know how fast I'll move, you know. Yeah, you have to gain two miles per hour, I mean, or at, at least at a minimum because you got the aerodynamic. Right. I got to think. <laughs> so, so you got anything on the word cogent? It's a good word. I never, once again, coming with a word I, I did not know. I've been trying to think of different ways to put this in a sentence while y'all yeah. have been bantering, and I, I'm pulling up blanks right now. Little did the listeners know, the only reason we have the word of the day segment is to improve Skulls' vocabulary. We, we were trying to not let him in on that, but I figured it was time. Uh, you know, I appreciate it. <laughs> Self-improvement, I'm here for it. That's great. So, Cogent, hit us on Twitter or Instagram or wherever with some good sentences for Cogent if you're interested. The uh, guys at Barstool Sports better have a Cogent uh, explanation for why Ring Girl number, what, eight? Eight, won the Ring Girl competition last night because I'm still in disagreement with that at Barstool. You brought the heat. Yeah, that's a nod to Barstool. I mean, they put on Rough and Rowdy 9 last night, Red, Right, and Bruised, okay? and That's good. Um, it was out there in North Carolina, and it, it took about 30 minutes. Apparently, they were having some technical difficulties. They got started about 30 minutes late. Um, and let's just be honest. I mean, 
I was kind of underwhelmed in some fashion, Skulls. Yeah, it wasn't as uh, rowdy as you would have liked it to be, or rough. Now, these are just amateur, everyday yeah, people off the street. Mills, right? Yeah, plumbers, <laughs> teachers, army veterans. Car salesmen. Car salesmen. So would it make it better if, like, the plumbers got to bring in a monkey wrench and, like, a teacher had, like, dual staplers that were open up? Or, like, what, what do we... I think we got to get lighter gloves on them. Yeah. You know? yeah. Okay. Maybe lighter some USC. Yeah. Just Let them USC really throw gloves. hands. Mm-hmm. Let's take the gloves off. We, we put some rag, tape some rags to their knuckles and just let them really go at it. You know that they're doing like a bare knuckle boxing league now, right? I did not know this. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I've heard something. I, was, I didn't want to say it on, on air because I didn't know, but I'm glad someone else was on that same thought process. Yeah, I thought I'd heard some bare knuckle league starting up. Not a fan. I, I'm not going to go bare-knuckle box somebody. See, I was going to say stay tuned for the Backwoods 3 to just have a bare-knuckle free-for-all. But I guess we'll, we'll workshop that idea. <laughs> I'm not trying to ma- mess up the moneymaker here. <laughs> the voice box. The, vo- <laughs> the voice box. Oh, but anyways, you know, that's it for the word of the day. Uh, you know, and, and rough and rowdy the nod. Um, but word of the day was cogent. We're moving on to another word of the day. It's pungent. And you know why it's pungent, Mikhail? Because it's been cooking. Yes, sir. (laughs) Welcome to the Beef Stew segment of our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. A crowd favorite, generally. Oh, absolutely, man. uh, Who's feeling ready to go? Whose stuff's tender enough to pull out of the the pot? Dude, I got my silverware and plate ready, dude. So let me serve up this... uh, Helping beef oh, stew. Yeah, you Skulls, see what Skulls is reaching. He's got a show and tell today. He yeah, brought I'll, his I'll, beef yeah, stew. Yeah, I brought my beef stew with me today. So, about the start of the summer, uh, I was rolling through Instagram and along came an ad uh, for a pair of swimming trunks that I thought just visually pleasing. Uh, and, and look, they look they look great. Yeah, the, nice, they got nice, some sharks. A nice blue with some uh, some sharks uh, all over them uh it looked like it had a nice uh inseam to them yeah what's that a five or a seven it looks like a five inch i'm just gonna say like a six or so six inch inseam and uh so i clicked the link come to find out these shorts were free all you had to do was pay the 15 dollars shipping so i was like all right see right there i feel like that's too good to be Uh, true and i've had success with the this kind of stuff in the past several of my graphic t-shirts the the humble with Johnny Manziel holding okay. the money phone was yeah, another. That was a classic. Like this, my, uh, awesome. Humble. Or what did you do to get the free thing? Was it like a coupon? No, or no, no, no. It just on the ad. It just said free. All you have to do is pay shipping. I guess they're just trying. My thought was that they're just trying to get their name out, so offer some free shorts. Yeah, we did this with that that hoodie company one time too. Remember, yep. we got some random like Chicago hoodies yeah. or something. Yeah, but, not as good as this. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. They ship out and give me the confirmation June 9th. They don't come until a about a back. week ago. About so a week ago. Fly, I had them shipped to my parents' house because I was expecting them to be able to wear while I was at my parents' house, assuming that it would be about two, two and a half weeks to get them. No, it was over a month that they came in. And I ordered a large. As you guys <laughs> can see right now, listeners, you can't. Other hosts, you can. These are not a large. This they is like a, ch- a child's a youth, medium. A youth medium, <laughs> at best. Th- these things aren't getting over your boy's thighs. No. I don't think they could get over one of my thighs, to be yeah. honest. I mean, I'm seriously looking Same, at maybe dude. a 15 <laughs> inch waist right oh, here. Oh, that. I mean, not working. So, uh, Hakua 
Your shorts suck. You sent me the wrong price. I don't know who you're making these for. Your measurements completely off base. Hakua. And I will be hitting you up later this week for a $15 refund. You should leave a bad review. Unless you're going to replace these with a much larger pair. I guess I should have ordered triple XL. Hakua is trash certified. <laughs> trash. <laughs> so that is uh, my beef stew for the week. I was really, honestly, I've been excited to see these shorts and wear them. And now all that excitement is not for shit. Well, there you have it. Well, well, then I don't even know how how one of us is supposed to follow that up because that's terrible. He brought his stew. I'm sorry if I and ate that, y'all's beef stews while while I was at it. You sure ate mine because I don't have any left. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even feel like I could follow that because that was so. That was just that's terrible. Maybe that's why they were free in the first place. But still, uh, I've got to think. You know, I'll follow it up and say with when it comes to shipping problems, I'm having some myself. I ordered. A U.S. Women's National Team four-star shirt. I wanted to get that fourth star on there. They pushed back my ship date. It was supposed to be yesterday. They pushed it back a week. Mm-hmm. And you got to think they'll continue to keep pushing it back if they have problems. Like, yeah. I don't have faith that now that the next ship date they say is going to be is actually going to come through. You can't. Uh, uh, there's no telling when I get this shirt. Nope. I get it. There's probably a high demand for it. But come on, fanatics.com. Get your act oh, together. It's from like a reputable site. Too, yeah, they've man. got commercials on the television. Wow, that's I crazy. Mean, I've done a lot of business with Fanatics in the past, and have always been As have pleased. I. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've done well for me, but this time, give them the BOTD for now. Just give them the BOTD. Okay, I'm not. You're gonna have to the benefit of the doubt. All right. Well, you know what? I would, but I just got my my Cowboys bucket hat. And they messed up the shipping on that, too. Actually, just completely lost the first hat, and they had to ship me another one. I asked them if they'd expedite it since it was their problem. They told me I could go and, uh, you know. Pound sand? Yeah. That's, oh. that's the, I'm glad you came up with that because I didn't know a, a PG way of putting what I was about to say. Yeah, and that's just like, I would almost say that that could be a problem with our local mail carriers, dude, because everything, I feel like, goes missing, dude. You know, Maybe, but it said it never left Jacksonville, Florida. So I, I'm not right. sure. Or the mail more. Jaguars comments. fans and Duval did not want you to have that hat. <laughs> well, Duval is lucky they're not playing the Cowboys this year. Or at least I think they're not. That's right. Hey, we're 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 gonna have to check. You know, hopefully we'll get over there to a Cowboys game. Uh, <laughs> I just spilt a sizable amount of water <laughs> all down my leg, so I thought you guys needed to know about yeah, that. Yeah, Straight yeah. missed his mouth. Either that or he peed on himself, and he's just, you know. Gee, don't tell him that. God, it's water. So, uh, I didn't steal y'all's beefs. Does anybody else have beefs to get into? You know, my beef is not simmering as hot as it was earlier this week, but here's here's my beef. It is like, I'm going to open us up with a question. What gives people the right to treat other people differently? Nothing is my answer. Okay, and that's a good that's a good answer because I'm on the same side as you. It doesn't matter what you look like, you know, what your opinions are. You shouldn't be treated anybody differently, especially if you're a customer. We'll go back to elementary school here and the phrase, treat others how you want to be treated. It's called the golden rule, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. You know what? You just got to take them to school because that is the golden rule, dude. It doesn't matter. If you're in the service industry, right, you know, and – a lot of people are. 
you shouldn't get to provide bad service whenever you want to. No, the customer's always right. Whenever you want to. Right, the customer's always right, especially for, like, us. And, and you know, here's, here's what I'm getting at is it's my birthday week, Mikhail. In case you didn't know, we're I still d- celebrating I d- today. Absolutely. Um, we're going to go full white girl on this thing. Oh, we're celebrating all week. Monday to Monday. Okay, <laughs> you know what? And I, I am not stopping till we get there. Um, but earlier this week, we went out. Unfortunately, I know you couldn't make it, but we went to a local restaurant. It saddened me. Um, yeah. We had even mentioned it on the podcast the last uh, one of the last times as being one of the best restaurants in town. And, and so we got in there early, and uh, there wasn't anybody in there. Uh, they had just opened. And I just felt like they kind of treated us differently based on how we looked um, as opposed to some of the other people in there. We were the youngest people in there by a mile. Yeah, by far. Uh, kind of looked like you didn't maybe be as wealthy as some of the other oh I, I, absolutely customers I mean, is didn't what you're getting like at and they definitely looked like uppity you know yeah. those folks in there yeah I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw I was, I was uh banging in my white tea and vans not knowing that we were going to perish beforehand so I just threw the white tea so it's your fault that's what you're no, <laughs> no definitely, definitely. No, I, no, it's just, nobody's <laughs> fault because they should it's their I, fault I was dressed yeah. nicely in case we were dressed nicely we were all coming from work and you know um I just don't think that based on what we're wearing, right, in the middle of the day. It's not like we came at the night crowd, you know, it's like that. that we came pre-5 o'clock or right at 5 o'clock. Right at 5 when they opened, dude. I mean, we are just trying to get in, get the, get the night on, right, and right. get out of there. Just trying to get a good meal, dude. And I just don't think, like I said, you know, the, the restaurant owner was chit-chatting with everybody else, having a great time. He said, like, four words to us, dude. And I'll just put it out there. The restaurant owner's name is Corey Barr. And I've spoken about, I won't say anything else, but I've spoken about him on this podcast before. And that's all I'll say. You can go back and try to find that. He has a reputation. He has a reputation. Maybe it involves a prominent lawyer in the area. Regardless of any <laughs> reputation, okay, all I'm saying is, like, we go to the, the, the nice place that, you know, we, we shouldn't be treated correctly. Yeah. Uh, except not based on anything. It's not like anybody stiffed the lady on a tip, right? We're not a bunch of, of losers, right? We no. look like a, a quite, you know, normal group of guys. And, you know, nobody's making a scene or anything. And, and the other bone I have to pick with him is just one for Casey, okay? He had ordered some Cokes, right? And Cokes only come in the glass bottles there, right? So Dolce got a Coke, uh, $3, right? Regular size Coke in a glass bottle. Casey got one for $3, half as big. A Diet Coke, and correct? A Diet Coke, excuse me, yeah. and um, For the same price. Had to pay the same price. What is that about? Yeah. The fluid ounces per price, the price per fluid ounce is off. Crazy. And you would think Diet Coke, if anything, would cost less, right? I mean, no, I don't know. No, it's it's less of a special. Yeah, it should be the same, obviously. Well, I know, but like, why? What gives them the right to charge the three the $3 for a small bottle of Diet Coke? So it sounds like a situation where maybe they accidentally got the wrong size ordered in or they ran out of the proper size, and then they were like, eh, no one will notice. Let's just keep charging full price, which is BS, and it falls back on the man running that joint. Um, and, you know, I, I don't have much to say about him. I know, and I mean – just saying maybe we're not the type of clientele maybe the clientele that he has there that he's chitty chatty with is uh the type of people who don't complain about things like that and i'm just saying treat everybody equally yeah. you know what? diet coke people and coke people need to be treated the same you know i agree um yeah and let's throw in the coke zero people okay they deserve oh. love too all right <laughs> even though 
I'm not a Coke Zero guy myself. You know, I just think they're trying too hard. But still, regardless, I'm a half Coke, half Diet Coke guy. I like my Coke with all the sugar in it. Mexican Coke? Mm-hmm. The real sugar, the cane sugar mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah. yeah. Can't go wrong with those. Um, but anyways, that's kind of rounded out for my beef stew. Nothing. Uh, well, we got it off our chest. And Glad I did. Yeah, and now we could just go into this next week with a positive outlook. Oh, wait, before we get done with my beef stew, I just want to say, although we had kind of a, a rocky start with the customer service at the beginning, my burger slapped, dude. It, uh, it was quite literally... I had duck wraps that also went hard. Yeah, yeah you like that duck meat, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're getting out of here before it gets <laughs> bad. Um, but that kind of leads me into our, our listener questions, and this is one I brought up earlier. I need to know, okay? Okay. Uh, Heinz 57 is the only ketchup we will have on this podcast, okay? Yeah. Uh, We're a Heinz 57. People. Sure, um, it's the best. It's the, the well, besides Whataburger ketchup, which I would say is, is good. But yeah. anyway, for well, the sake of this. We're Whataburger. I forgot. Yeah, yep. we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but still, I, I could love I could <laughs> on that one, especially the spicy The spicy, ketchup. yeah, of course. Um, but Heinz 57 is the only people we're rolling with, right? And they have dip and squeeze packets. You find them at fast food restaurants, notably right. like Chick-fil-A, Sonic, uh, other, other, well, no, Sonic has their own, um, you know. There are places. I'm, 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 yeah. I think, I want to say Wendy's does. Wendy's, uh, uh, Wendy's definitely does yeah. it. Yeah. Or DQ definitely DQ? does it, okay. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so. I, I love those things, dude. I am always a squeezing guy. Are you a dipper or a squeezer? Gee, you know, I'm a dipper, man. Uh, I, I like who wants to squeeze. I mean, you do, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you squeeze it onto each individual fry, or you know, you know, cluster of fries. This table has separated us equally because I'm as well a squeeze boy when it comes to having that choice. I just lost all respect for both of you, dude. I mean, I like to dip. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I. I I could I could dip I dip sometimes maybe like when you're doing a, a, a nugget or something sure but like for the fries and for the little hash rounds at, at Chick Fil A okay you gotta squeeze on there that way you get the precise amount of ketchup and you know like if you give me the opportunity to squeeze I'm gonna squeeze I'm not taking any other packets out you know any other sauce packs that you may get at a fast food restaurant. I'm dipping them because they're they're meant to be dipped in. But if you give me that opportunity to be able to fully squeeze every fluid ounce of that dipping sauce out, I'm gonna squeeze it all out. Uh, okay. okay, I'm not. I'm not. That's just my stance on that. So, but I mean, are you? Would you not prefer to squeeze it all like onto the bag and then you have a little pile to dip in? Like that's not. Well, then why wouldn't you just rip the thing? Yeah, right? Well, I was thinking more of like the the McDonald's ketchup oh, packets, okay. right? Where you can't really yeah. dip in those, but like. I don't know. I'm just a dip boy. I like getting that good dip. You can, I think, I don't know. It, it, it suits me. And that's fair. You know what? We're Teach his own. I need well, a freak that's grown. Ways, you know, I just had to know. I had to know where you stood on that because I don't think, again, we shouldn't be treated any differently. No, no absolutely not. Absolutely not. Dipping. You know, I'm just saying both of y'all are lucky that this table is dividing us right now. Because yeah. okay? <laughs> I go to bat for dipping and ketchup, apparently. You're lucky your arms don't reach over here. <laughs> I just swung at him. He, he confirmed my arms do not reach. Uh, <laughs> but um, we have another one I think is good if we're done with the dipping and squeezing. I think, I think we are, man, and I think we need to give a special shout-out uh, while I run away real quick. Yeah, so I would like to shout-out our boy Jacob and also Colton. They've given us some good uh, you know, content in the past. Also avid listeners. Mm-hmm. And they had some really, really... 
hot takes on Twitter this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've uh, they've had a, a whole list of uh, po- not polls, I should say, going yeah. through the Twitter sphere, all for scientific purposes, of for course. For science, yeah, absolutely. All for science. Um, but yeah, they, Jacob's really been uh, killing the poll game when it so comes to animal battles. He, he reached out to me um, earlier this week, and he just point blank asked me if I would rather fight a badger or a Komodo dragon. Now, I would, I would not want to fight either of these two animals, no. but my stance was I'm taking the badger over the and, – and this is why. Komodo dragon, intimidating. It's a lizard. It kind of looks like a snake. They're scary. Also, deceptively quick and large animals. And oh. if they bite you, you're, you're, you're They done. have a poison bite. Mm-hmm. Done. I want to say they even spit kind of some kind of poison, but I could be wrong on that. Now, at the same time, am I willingly going to fight a badger or a honey badger? No. But this got us thinking about just some classic animal fights. Yes. And can I just say that I'm also taking the honey badger here because the Komodo dragon, those stand tall, dude. That's like a, dude. I'd say bigger than a, it's obviously taller yeah. than a dog. Right? And they've got that thick, strong tail, too, mm-hmm. that can and sweep the skin. legs. Oh, oh, yeah, and you can't penetrate and their skin. That's the other thing. Yeah. Badgers are, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Puntable? No, not. <laughs> well, they not are. Pun- you can punt. Not puntable, but uh, uh, ravenous. No, uh, <laughs> they're infamous. I'm sorry, badgers are infamous for uh, going to and centering or aiming for the uh, the groin region Ooh. and many animals. Uh, soft spot, now lots I'm of bleeding. This. So yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm guarding the groin above all else, even my jugular. I'll let them take the jugular before they go after my what other uh, <laughs> What other polls did Jacob throw out there this week? So, Ooh, silverback. so the silverback gorilla versus the grizzly bear really got the people going. It got some mm-hmm. people interested, got some, some it sparked you know, back the and interest. forth. Yeah, and, and to everyone who voted for the grizzly, I say... I don't want to insult your intelligence, but I'm going to insult your intelligence. What are you thinking? Uh, <laughs> look, grizzlies are large, and they will maul you. But silverbacks... That's fangs. Yes. Silverbacks also have fangs and opposable thumbs, and they are sneaky <laughs> strong. They will rip off your arm and kill you with it. Mm-hmm. That oh, is a thing. Are. They rip off limbs. Yeah, no, they're extremely strong. Mm-hmm. Much stronger than yeah. you know, any human can be. Did right. we, uh, all as a podcast, did we all vote Gorilla <laughs> on that poll? I was Silverback, absolutely. I was Silverback. Actually, I missed that poll, but I'm Silverback. You are Silverback, okay. uh, just for the record. Now, my one concession is this. If it's a maybe a polar bear versus a Silverback, I think the Silverback still takes it, but I think that's a more even fight. Although, Jacob, I mentioned this to Jacob, and he said it depends on where they're fighting at. Are they fighting in the Arctic? Advantage polar bear. Mm-hmm. Are they fighting in the woods? Advantage Silverback. Neutral. So we need a neutral site, yeah. Throw them in the, a desert. Well, that would really, that would still not behoove the polar bear. You need like a cold field, but not too cold. An air-conditioned convention center. MetLife Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Let them just go at it. I always imagine these fights in the uh, in like some type of a gladiator arena. You know, do you ever play those Pokemon games? Mm-hmm. On, okay, uh, Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. That, exactly. That's perfect. That's Anything like need. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, we can even have trainers who are like, you know, polar bear, go get him. And then the polar bear kills the trainer and then it proceeds to attack. <laughs> yes, that's the content we want. That's what we want, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that got us thinking about some other good matchups. Um, oh, wait, but they did have the one that Hank. Uh, the most recent the mo- the recently... poll. Oh, I don't know if I've Hippo. seen this one. Oh, Hippo versus Rhino. Yeah, Hippo, Hippo versus Rhino. Rhino. We, 
We're Team Hippo all around here. Okay, it's because we're educated. All right, we <laughs> speak for yourself, G. I'm on a, uh, I'm on the Team Rhino. Get on the other on that side pool. of the table. Yeah. We don't want no, you. I don't. We'll have to switch. <laughs> so look, yeah, well, the huge. The, what is your thinking? Look here. Obviously, the hippo, they're equally large animals, equally built out of kind of like the same. They have thick skin. Very um, thick. They both have sharp teeth, the hippo having the sharp teeth inside of its mouth. But also the rhino like having. Also, half long things. But. The, the horn on the front, man. It just gives the rhino the distance and one well timed up thrust yeah. of that horn is going straight through that hippo's bottom and or top jaw as he is trying to. I mean, it's just, just one well-timed upwards uh, thrust sure. of the head from that rhino. Anywhere on that hippo is done. That uh, thing's penetrating. That thing on its, that horn okay, is don't say long. penetrating. Penetrating <laughs> skin. Penetrating, it's penetrating skin, you know. It's piercing that body armor on the on the rhino. I think so that's... I just don't think the hippo can get close enough to the rhino to do real damage without getting super messed up by the sword on. I respectfully disagree, but let's hear what you have to say. I respectfully disagree as well because I believe that you're you're overestimating the sharpness of the rhino's uh, tusk. Right. Okay. Slightly rounded. They're, yeah, they are not. It's absolutely. It's yeah. not. A, it's not like a laser. You know. Thing. It's not. Just, it's not a laser cut, precise. You know, piece of steel. Alligator right? teeth are slightly rounded too, and they still mess you up. Alligator has thousands of pounds of thrusts in its mouth, though. The jaw is just extremely crazy. Okay. What? What is? I mean, you have the rhino running at what 10, 20 miles an hour, and then up thrusting, and you can't even get that because the hippo can run. Dude, their necks the are sides. huge. They but I gotta think. We're, we're underestimating the strength of the hippo's skin, too. I mean, you know, just because they're all glossy and they're a little sensitive to the heat, you know, <clears throat> if this fight's a prime time and nighttime, which I, I think it is. Yeah, this that. is the prime time fight. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got to take the hippo. Okay, what's your take on this one? This is my thinking. A okay, rhino. Okay. Ivory. Ivory teeth in the hippo that are a feet long. They're uh, they're large yeah, and and look they'll they'll crush they'll just burst your head like a watermelon. They um, eat watermelons. They'll burst a watermelon like a like it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but my thinking is, a rhino, is just a unicorn of the hippo world. Okay, and everyone knows unicorns. While cool and mysterious. They're Mamby Pamby, okay? They can't... Are you taking a unicorn or a horse in a battle? I'm taking a horse just because a unicorn has like a rainbow horn and everything. Horse gets one good back kick. I don't know. <laughs> Skulls disagrees with this take. But, no, the hippo is is definitely... Look, they're ferocious animals. They are the most aggressive animals. They're more aggressive than rhinos. And if there's water anywhere in the vicinity and the hippo can get this battle to water, it is... O-V-E-R done, okay? <laughs> it's over. The hippo wins in water, which Jacob pointed out, 70% of the earth is covered in. Chances are there's going to be some water in the vicinity. Mm. Hippo, hippo slips around in some mud. It's greased up like a greasy old pig. And, you know, that rhino is not, the horn could slip off the jugular. Also, the hippo is not going to just sit there and let it go through the jugular. They're going to turn. They're going to get that body involved. And, and I just think the hippo comes out on top. Well, I, I think the only move that we have uh, to go to now is contacting our local African animal conservation yeah. and buying a rhino 
and a, a hippo. Hippo. And so if you would like to and donate to the GoFundMe to buy each of these animals, we'll get that set up directly. There's no way that's legal. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Well, yeah, but, you know, people yeah. are, Mike Vick's out there dogfighting. So if he could do that, you know, we could fight a rhino and a hippo. This is, is America. Anything is possible. They are. We are done. These are jokes, PETA. Jokes. Exactly. And so are what's coming up, too, because there are, you know, kind of what we would like to see. And maybe, you know, we can throw some suggestions to Colton and Jacob and uh, yeah. see, see if they'll get us out there on Twitter. Let us take a poll. Who wants, do y'all have one in mind? Do y'all mine that I, that I had in mind this morning thinking about this was Komodo Dragon. We're bringing him back. Yeah, we're bringing the Komodo Dragon. Assuming popular. he beats the Badger, he's coming back mm-hmm. to round two. Yeah. Matched up versus a... Nile crocodile. Nile crocodile. Those are the large, big ones that you see in nature shows, it's right? Large and big, yes. Yeah. Oh, and extremely. Okay. Nile. Yeah. Komodo dragon versus Nile crocodile. I like to see that happen. So, I think the crocodile takes this one. Uh, he's got that rough hide. He's gonna be near water. If we get if we get him away from water, Komodos okay. aren't shy of water. No, they but live on but, an island. You, not many people want to fight an alligator or a crocodile in the water, except that one big ass jaguar that I saw on Twitter recently that that did handle an alligator. But what do y'all think, Komodo or, or crocodile here? On land, I gotta go Komodo dragon, dude. Uh, well, no, I gotta go now crocodile. So, uh, my answer is, how does the Komodo? How does he attack the crocodile? How does he effectively? Uh, he well, no. he does have he does he can swipe with his hands. He That's does true. have sharp claws, so he can try to you know scratch an eye, blind the crocodile perchance, and then bite him and wait for him to die. You gotta get okay. around on one of those flanks, you know. Got to flank him because I think mean, he's gonna be quicker than the crocodile. So big, they can't just you know curl up all the way, right? You know. So yeah, there's gonna be a blind spot in there, and he's gotta go and attack mm. that. But, but I gotta watch the tail on that crocodile. Yeah, though. that, and if the crocodile gets its mouth on the Komodo dragon, I th- gotta think it's game over. It's done. Oh, no, it's Spinning goes into over. effect, right. being dragon to the water follows shortly after. So it's up to the Komodo dragon to avoid the jaws of the crocodile. Okay. Bite him a couple times, small bites, get that poison, and just wear him down. So where do we stand finally? Gee, you're a crocodile. Uh, excuse that brief burst of music. <laughs> uh, I'm also a crocodile, and Skulls, where do you stand on this? Komodo dragon. You're going to take the Komodo. I, I respect it, but I disagree again. It's okay. um, I had another thought. It was it came from inspiration by Hank, who was avidly taking part in the uh, you know this, this conversation. He wanted to see an ostrich, I believe, pitted up against something. Ooh, so, uh, ostrich versus a... Um... I, a kangaroo. A kangaroo yep. What do we think there? Ostrich versus kangaroo. Ostriches are some bad mamma jammas. But a kangaroo, he's got, you know, he, he can throw some punches. I know, but like, and you, kicks. Don't, you don't have a lot of, uh, of surface area on an ostrich. You got, you know, true. the body, obviously, right? But the, just the body legs shots. and the neck yeah. are, are just that. I so mean, it, it comes into how many, can you land as a kangaroo, can you land enough body shots before that ostrich gets you one strong peck in the heart and stops it? Mm-hmm. And they, they do, ostriches also have the, the claws of their own on their feet. Am I wrong? Or is that like I, the I do emu? believe they can, yes. Talon, yeah, they've got some talons that can, that can jack you up. I think I'm taking the ostrich here. What, what do we think? 
I think first first time I'm gonna have to agree with you on ostrich. I think the ostrich is able to keep its distance using its yeah. head to, to pluck and really do some damage. Now, I mean, barring the kangaroo just going back on that tail and getting one really good, you know, power kick to the chest, I think the ostrich is a little bit more. It's tough. It's tough. Is it possible? Okay, is it possible for the kangaroo to pin down the ostrich? Because if it could, okay, if it jumps on him, like if it jumps onto, obviously we know kangaroos can jump. So if it if it gets onto him. Right, then it pins them down, and I mean it's over from there, right? Because because kangaroos have claws, right? Ah, uh, they have like hands, they have, yeah, like okay. almost, you know, or like paw, do they have paws? I, maybe? I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm sure they've got something that'll scratch. I'm just wondering about what kind of center of balance do ostriches have? Can it weather, you know, a kangaroo <laughs> jump? Can it sidestep it real quick? You know, I think there's a well, possibility. It's got the wings. It does mean, have the wings? It can kind of it can kind of balance out a little bit. But then that doesn't do him any favors around, you know, the kangaroo because kangaroo could just still jump on the wings. Right? But you know what? Ostriches can jump pretty high too. I'm pretty sure they've got some jumping power. They can think just use their wings to to lift them, and they've got some pretty strong legs. This might be an air battle where they're just you just got two titans meeting in midair repeatedly. No, no, I think that's how it that's gonna, how it's going to have to be, right? Because it's going to be. I, I'm sorry for the bad <laughs> context, dude. That was. I mean, I'm doing hand motions. They're coming together. It, it'd be huge. If that's the case, the core of the kangaroo might overpower the ostrich. I know. See, it's a hard one. It's I a, think that those are two pretty evenly matched um, ones because I don't think any one of them is like an ape, apex predator, right? Certainly they not. They still do stuff. Are, are kangaroos herbivores, omnivores? Uh, do, you know what, do you know what they are? I'm not sure what kangaroos eat, honestly. We, uh, yeah. If you know what kangaroos eat, let us know. But this is now what I'm thinking of. What we don't want is an ostrich riding on a kangaroo coming from mankind. I think I think they take you out ten times out of ten if you have to fight an ostrich and a kangaroo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are there any more? I kind of had another. What, what are you thinking? Well, I'll have half of another one. I really want to see like a giant anaconda up against something, but I don't know what. That sounds very out of character for you, Michael. I know. I don't necessarily want to watch it, but I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious what would be a good match. Basically, the way I'm going to look at this real quick to make this short. The anaconda is going to kill anything that can't pick it up and actually do something with it. Any cat, I believe an anaconda is going to eventually kill. Uh, alligators. Big cat you're talking? Big, like. Yeah, big cats uh, for the biggest part, you know. Because mm. um, I've, I've, I've looked up videos of wild animals being attacked and stuff, and most of the time uh, the snakes, big snakes, come out ahead unless the animal it's fighting can so pick it up and do something. Silverback could probably Silverback would probably take an anaconda. Uh, if it whipped it around fast enough, but anything that can't physically pick the anaconda up and snap it is going to be eaten. So you think like an anaconda takes down a panther, let's say. Let's say anaconda yes. versus panther. Anaconda. That's a tough one. Because how, how sharp are a panther or puma's claws? Very. Exactly. <laughs> and all you got to do, dude, those, the, those snakes, no matter how big they are, dude, I mean. They're still like, very quick on their they reactions. They are, they are. But so are, it, so are panthers. Yeah, I was about to say, so are panthers. I, I think mean, that's a good matchup. We're getting somewhere. Yeah. We're getting think, somewhere. Now, if that anaconda can clinch and wrap, it's over for the panther. Well, I mean, but, like, all the panther has to do is claw uh, a couple sections of the body, right? And the anaconda's surely going to let go, right? Because it can't hold out all, all this. But, I mean. You would think. 
And how big of an anaconda are we talking? Like, the biggest, oh. like, I don't know, a huge one. Well, okay, because then you can't get, you have to get the hugest panther. I'm not talking about the movie anaconda, but like the biggest realistic anaconda. I don't know how big that is. Let's say a, feet. let's say 10 feet. 10 feet. Ten, okay. let's see, I don't want to imagine there's a 20 foot anaconda anywhere in this world. Mikhail, uh, don't, don't, don't want to go Just there. let me live we in ignorance. <laughs> oh, man. But still, I, I just think, oh, Skulls, don't be showing that. That's that why I got the phone. I have the phone pointing right here. But Skulls this has is, pulled up a video of oh, an anaconda, I believe. This is a, versus a lion. Ooh. Versus a lion, okay. Is he, I don't want to watch, but is, is he? This is great podcasting. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty even <laughs> it's a bait, right Yeah, it's a bait. It's like a teenager oh, it's lion. A it's a young it's a lion. Let's get like a like a commentator style play by play going on Let's right see if now. I well, they're they're kind of they were surrounding each other, you know, walking and walking around, uh, you know, definitely getting up in each other's face. It looks like uh, maybe now the anaconda has went for some water or something. We've skipped ahead quite a little. Yeah, bit. I'm I'm skipping ahead here uh, to get oh, some. There's some hyenas. Uh, more primal. Involved. Okay, um, now the hyena. So we've got we've got a lot of stuff in there. What? Uh, one of the ones that I was thinking, or well, that we've got on here mm. next. Uh, I'm gonna keep bring the badger back now. Yeah, we we're bringing the badger back versus a wolverine this time. Which one wins in that battle? I might be wrong, but I feel like these animals are very similar. They are. I think now, are we talking a real wolverine or are we talking Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? He's got the the blades (laughs) coming out. You know what are we? No, uh, real Wolverine here. Real Wolverine, like the ones from Michigan. I think. A Wolverine is bigger, so I'm I'm kind of wanting to give the the tip of the hat to it, but I'm not sure. Me neither. And to be honest with you, I don't even know if I put this on the list. It, it was just the next one. <laughs> there. It, uh... But my next question is, how prominent is the Wolverine's junk? Because that's what the Badger's going for, apparently. <laughs> so if it's just you know hanging dong, then like <laughs> the Badger's probably got a good shot, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Um... I wanted to see what like what would we pit up against to like, maybe like a shark, like nothing because a shark is the apex. Predator. Giant squid. No, um, yeah. The, yeah, but no, sharks aren't actually the apex predators of the sea. Killer whales are. Killer whale fucks a shark up Killer any whales. day of the week. Okay, well, yeah, and also dolphins will will mm-hmm. generally best a shark. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, dolphins are mean. You know, they look nice, but they are actually very mean. Also, very uh, intelligent. Exactly, which yeah. is why maybe they won't screw with you in the water uh, and help you out. Maybe when sharks are around, but they—it's uh, always good to see a dolphin around. I think. Bald eagle versus a condor. Ooh, it's not American enough. You got eagle. it right. Well, like bald eagle is a bird of prey. I believe a condor doesn't fit under the uh, bird of well, prey. What's a good? What's Condor's a good? It's like the biggest bird. Condors are. Yeah, they're huge. Okay, what if we have a pterodactyl versus a bald eagle? A pterodactyl? Uh, a pterodactyl, okay, if you okay. will, yeah. Just, yeah, uh, sorry, I've heard it both ways. Sorry. <laughs> we could go on for days about this, <laughs> yeah, but I think I we mean... are starting to get a little bit, we're, we're stretching this out maybe uh, to its uh, maximum absolutely. length, so what do we have next, G? Uh, we're going back to climbing the ranks. I'm sorry, we got a little down the rabbit hole there, but it was fun. Today on uh, this segment, um, we're going to do different types of salads. So what are your top now I would like to hold before we start going. I'm not. Ta- I thought of this climbing the ranks today. I was right. actually this shopping in Brookshire's, and 
it just hit me. I was like, you know, there, there's a lot of salads out there. I was actually, right, I was craving chicken salad yeah. that day. And I was like, you know, there's a lot of other salads. And no, I'm not just talking your basic gr- leafy green salad. I'm talking about chicken salads, tuna salads, potato salads, potato salad. fruit salads, macaroni salads, egg salads. There's a lot of different salads out there, guys. Kale salads. K- kale, Caesar. Caesar. Spoiler: That's going to be in mine. Well, I mean, that's more on the leafy, the leafy area of salads. I'm talking. Leafies count as well, right? You put all the salads in. Specific leafies. That sounds weird. We're not going to call them leafy salads. I was thinking more along the lines of non-leafy green salads. Well, I'm going to have to include some in mine because I don't like chicken, tuna, or potato salad. Okay. Okay. So let's go. Let's, Who wants to go first? Go. Go ahead. Okay. I'll st- I'll start right here real quick. Okay. Number one on the salad, chicken salad. Oh. Huge fan of chicken salad. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not afraid to say on here, I love chicken salad. Chick. The restaurant that opened up, they have about 20 different kinds of delicious chicken salads. I'm all about it. Following that up, another one much to. Mikel's demise that I've cooked plenty of times, egg salad. Yeah, cannot stand that. Love smell. a good egg salad. Huge fan of that. Mom's been making them for uh, summertime dinners as a kid. I feel real at home with a nice egg salad. And then third, taco salad. That was big. Big taco salad boy. That Well, because that's almost not even a salad, really. It's just like a taco all crunched up. But yes. It is still in this category, and that's that's big. I'm gonna need some clarification here. Are you talking like taco bowl salad or what is it? It could be a very salad? yeah. It could be a very no. Okay, I'll, taco salad is basically all of your anything that you would put on a taco in a bowl yes. with probably more lettuce than you would put on your normal taco sure. to make it more maybe a little salad-y. less beef, a little bit. But yes, more the the bullet comes served in could very well and. I would go on to say is preferred for me to be a nice crunchy taco shell bowl, so I can sure. start mu- yeah. crunching it all scr- together. See, I like I would like for mine to come pre-crunched. Oh wow! I, okay, that's bold. It just save me some time. Uh. <laughs> that's, but yeah, no, I respect that. The taco salad was a big revelation that I wasn't ready for. And honorable mention, potato salad. Specifically, a good like southern mustard potato salad. I'm not one to be. I don't like just mayo in my potato salad. I do like some 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 yellow in there. You probably like putting raisins in your potato salad. I, no, okay. raisins have zero part. But good. You could throw some raisins in the chicken salad and it'd be all right. Maybe some not maybe not raisins. Crazy craisins. Oh, craisins. Okay. in a chicken salad go hard. Yeah, that's me. Too much chicken. Salad, chicken. Egg, taco, honorable mention, potato. All Who's right. next? Should I just make this quick? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'm going to go number one. I'm going to start one. I'm a Caesar salad guy. I'm putting that leafy green in there. I'm standing by it. That's your number one. That's my number one. My number two is going to be, I got inspiration from Skulls. Give me a taco salad. I'm a big fan of that. But also, to round it out, don't, I didn't think anybody would pick this. I'm a fruit salad guy. Oh, okay, yes. I love it. I'm glad you're with me, G. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of a fruit salad. You know, some strawberry heavy, but yeah, I like to pick out the fruits extensively. But give me a fruit salad, and that's me. Yeah, and let me just say, just for the record, neither Mikhail nor I 
am chicken salad fans. We don't like chicken salad. No. Uh-uh. And on this level, I don't like tuna salad, potato salad. <laughs> I don't like any of those nasty salads that got like mayo and stuff in them. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. Um, but for me, again, chicken salad's nowhere even near my radar. Number one for me, going to be a fruit salad, dude. I love a okay. fruit salad, dude. And, yes. and I'm glad we're on the same page there, dude. Especially um, my mother's been known to put like uh, some balsamic drizzle that's uh, coconut flavored on, on some of those things, dude. And it just fires up your no, fruit salad. No, that sounds salad, delightful. Oh, oh. Yeah. Mikhail, it'll change your life, dude. Okay. <laughs> and, and if we're getting crazy, you do a little coconut and a Persian lime mix and, and you drizzle that over there. And, and now you're talking. That's mix. high class. Oh, that. It makes it pop, okay? And that's why it's my number one. Um, <clears throat> number two for me is going to be, oh, goodness, I don't even really know how to say this, but um, it's going to be the Olive Garden salad. Like uh, a house uh, salad? No, specifically nope. the okay. one that you get from Olive Garden. <laughs> All right, Garden, I like, think that is a house, like uh, an Olive Garden house. Is it not? Kind of like a Greek, I don't, I don't, okay. know, I don't know what it is, Fair to enough. be honest with you, but they've got that good dressing, and I think yeah. that for me is really, that's my number two. Um, last, I don't really, I didn't have three. I'm just going to be, I'm just to be honest with you. Uh, give me just another leafy green type spinach salad thing or maybe a chef coleslaw. salad. No, no, coleslaw no, 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 no. can be considered salad. I would think Col- a coleslaw could be a salad, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. yeah it falls under that category. Okay, a little that coleslaw. Is my three, yeah, is, is a coleslaw. All right. Um, because I don't throw that away at the canes like everybody else does or trade it for an extra bread. I mean, come on. I'm an extra sauce type of guy. Wait, like coleslaw, you, yeah, you could do no coleslaw, extra sauce. Mm-hmm. Same price. Same price. Yeah. Wow. That's the move. Oh, for me. Because yeah, 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 I, I don't really, like coleslaw, mayo is a heavy base in coleslaw. Although I will say my grandmother makes a very nice coleslaw with like more of an Italian dressing. And I'm all there for that. Mm. Yeah. Mikhail, well, you had said that Caesar salad is uh, one of your top salad choices. And yes. having recently had the opportunity to help make a homemade and, and eat a homemade Caesar dressing made by uh, Justine. Okay. Did you know? And this isn't meant to turn you off of Caesar, but anyway, it came as a surprise is to mayo me. Mayo, a heavy base in it, or something? No, actually, okay. anchovy paste is a considerable stock in hmm. Caesar dressing. Interesting. I don't know if you've ever gotten a fishy taste from Caesars before. I have in the past. I've 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 tasted some Caesars, and I'm like, this kind of has a, a, yeah, a fishy. Yeah, I've had like a burn almost to it. Almost aftertaste mm-hmm. to yeah. it before, and then once you're making I think, it, I feel like that's I'll a bad Caesar salad. Most though. Caesars have no. a uh, anchovy paste stocker. No, okay, but maybe if they go too heavy on that, yeah, if you saying. go too heavy, like, that's, that's oh yeah, because I I can't remember where I was, but it was like. I had to stop eating the Caesar because it was like burning the back of my throat. And so I feel like that had to have been the anchovy paste mm-hmm. coming into play. Maybe I'm wrong. But And I feel like the anchovy paste is a is a mark of a, a high-class establishment, okay? okay? Like anybody can go make the regular Caesar dressing and stuff, but you put the anchovy paste in there, that's that little lanyap on the end okay. to get you, get you past the finish I line. I wonder if Nukes uses an anchovy paste or not. I'm curi- I'd be curious to know because they have a very high-calorie but very delicious Caesar dressing. We should go try it. We should go try it sometime. Yeah. I have tried it several it's, times. It's, it's good. Yeah. Schools and I used to work there, so <laughs> yeah, some of us didn't. But, Sorry. No. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of rounding us out of climbing the ranks, and I think that's, that's a, a good very one. good one, Skulls. Yeah. So thanks for bringing that to the Do table. Do you appreciate uh, for for taking that idea? Yeah, definitely. 
And that rounds us right back into Degenerate's Corner. And before you even say your first word, we need to get to the football countdowns. NCAA is at 35 days. Exactly five weeks. Just NFL over a month. is at 47 days. And we got a little something Mini special camps going on Mini will be uh, starting very soon. And we'll get some preseason. That, that, that wets the palate at the very least, you uh, know. Mm-hmm. Wets your beak. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're wetting our beaks right here with Canadian football. Hey, I'm all for right the now, Canadian which, yeah, football. Yeah, it, it has proven to uh, to hold. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And I like their three-down system. It really helps change the ball over multiple yeah. times, gives some people more opportunities to score, right? Um, but last but not least, only 20 days until the kickoff of the English Premier League. Big for our footballers out there of the European persuasion. Exactly. Um, and that kind of rounds us into the big news. Okay, I've, I've been waiting literally all day for this one. Um, I don't know what to call it, so how about we just chronicle King Zlatan and, you know, chronicle the best player in the MLS. Zlatan proving once again last night that he is, as he said, a Ferrari amongst Fiat's. He did say that. He called out, he put the entire league on notice and said, oh. I'm the best. No one can even touch me. And then he, he followed it up with, a, with yeah. just a, a wonderful hat trick. Had uh, the LA matchup last the night. LA Derby. El Trafico. <laughs> Which is a great name. El Trafico. Love, love that name. I mean, yeah. Me and Gary talked about that last night. Love that name because LA highlight is large traffic area. Definitely. Uh, it's apparently worse than Houston and probably Dallas combined. Uh, I would think. Easily. I think, yeah, it yeah. sounds like a nightmare. I'm not going to lie. Easily. Skulls knows all about that life. It's a nightmare and a half. But for our listeners who may not have heard about, you know, this Zlatan, what's been going on with him this week, early in the week, you know, they have these big press conferences, right? It's, this is a big matchup. Arguably, mm-hmm. you know, any Derby is. I mean, it's right? two of the best teams in the MLS going after each other and each of them having two of the best players. In the MLS, who does LAFC have? That's Carlos Vela. Okay, as yeah. a striker, it's he has like 19 too. goals this season, 12 assists. It's I mean, fair. he's really lighting yeah. <laughs> the back net up. Definitely, and they asked Zlatan about him, like if the if Vela uh, was better in his prime than Zlatan was, and he basically said, "Look at me, uh, or well, look at him. He's 26 or whatever, and playing he's, in MLS. Yeah, 29. 29. Okay." Uh, and then, you know, where was I in 29? I was in playing in Europe. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the dude uh, the dude interviewing him, too, was also, I believe, former U- U.S. men's national team member Hercules Gomez. Okay. I did not was the one inter- Yeah, he was interviewing Zlatan during this. Throwing shade at that guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically just calling Vela um, a bitch because he's 29 and playing in the MLS in his prime, whereas Zlatan was 29 playing in Europe. Yep. And then he doubled down before the game on the pregame interview. They asked, you know, if he thought, you know, they again brought up Vela in the comments earlier, and, and he says, you know, do you think that you're better than Vela, and are you going to, sh- uh, you know, well, do you think that you're better than Vela? And he was like, no, not not Vela, the whole league. And, <laughs> he really and, just doubled down. Yeah, yes, he did. And then, you know, they said, okay, well, then, I mean, you're, are you going to go out and show it? Or when do you plan to go out and show it or whatever? He's like, every day or something. I'm like, okay, Zlatan. That is so, so Zlatan. Is it, yeah, Zlatan. such a Zlatan but, move. But Zlatan. You can't argue with the hat trick. Yeah, you no. know, he, he walks the, he talks the talk. 
but he w- backs it up by walking the walk. Oh, exactly. And you know what? Everybody's asking me, did you really bet your entire week's worth of alleged gambling profits on Zlatan and the LA Galaxy plus one last night? And the answer to that question is, you damn right. Ain't no bitch. Show G the money. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bookie. Oh, it wasn't much, but, you know, <laughs> still, it's all I had. And, you know, worth it. Now, I mean, I, I, I told the same exact thing to G last night as we were uh, – Watching Rough and Rowdy, but we will. The world will never see another Zlatan. Okay, the world is going to see another Cristiano Ronaldo, a pretty boy who's really good at soccer. The world will once again see another Lionel Messi, a humble yet equally as good player. Super the world, good with one foot, small, quick guy. Very humble in his, his talks about himself, but the world will never see another Zlatan. He's once in a lifetime. That's a hot take for you. Yep. And, and that, we may see people who try to act like Zlatan, but there will never be another Zlatan. Okay. No, he was the original, absolutely. And, Mikhail, I see that look you're throwing <laughs> over here. Abby. Don't even think about it. Um, but also, just for the record, there are a couple of international championship, uh, international champions cups games being played today. Um uh, you know, we are right on track to catch the first one, which is Benfica versus Guadalajara at 3 p.m. It's Props to you one. for just spitting out that Guadalajara. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, only yeah. one mouthful. Oh, I, you know what? You know me. Um, not, a, not a full meal, but definitely a mouthful. All righty, and we're moving along. <laughs> uh, the Arsenal Gooners are taking on Fiorentina at 5 p.m., and I just got to give the lean to Arsenal here, although I don't like them. I just don't think the, the Gooners. Italian team. Is that yeah. there? Yeah, you know what they're well. They're definitely not the Gunners. They look like a bunch of goons out there in their new unis. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 pulling for Fiorentina. Yeah, for Fiorentina in this one. Oh, I think I think got them. Here. I think you know what stout Italian know. defense. I'm rolling with the Goonies. Oh, great movie. Yep. Um, last but not least, and this is what I wanted to bring to the table to guys: Do I roll over my Zlatan winnings and put it on Real Madrid versus Bayern tonight? Yeah, you got to take Absolutely. the El Trafico, roll it right into El Clasico, mm-hmm. and. Oh, well. Oh wait, sorry, not no, <laughs> not Barcelona, still. Bayern. Ooh, this is a, you know, yeah, I think you gotta go Bayern in this one, right? Like, what do you think? I mean, Real Madrid just brought on, uh, you know, Hazard, and they've still got Bale true, and everything. True. And I mean, let's be honest, it You're is a, a big preseason. Bale guy. Yeah, it's a preseason tournament. Okay. Uh, and yes, I am a big Bale guy, and it's just like. I want to go Real Madrid just because I think, you know, preseason they've got more depth. And you know the young guys are going to be playing. So I'm hoping maybe they don't take it seriously. Maybe they do. Okay. Skulls, how do you feel? Killeen. I'm, I'm just going to go Real Madrid here. Uh, I'm predicting a draw. Hail Real. Oh, oh, oh. Calling it right here, draw. Is okay. it a tournament? Is it, will, will they not let a draw go no, no, down? No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can oh. one one draw. One, 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 one draw. One, one draw. Okay. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for soccer in the soccer world. We are yeah. anxiously awaiting the real football. Please bring it to us faster. And on that note, I think we're going to take a quick break here. Real quick, um, before we I- – I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't share some of my uh, winnings that I've had. I've not bet in a while since my Vegas trip, but before the MLB baseball season hit, I did lay down some money on several players' MLB or total season home runs 
and it is about that time that they're they are starting some of them are now starting to cash uh real quick it's a great feeling put a put down on christian yelich over 38 and a half he should be clearing that within the next couple weeks that's an impressive tally. halfway through cody bellinger my man from la Rode with him over 35 and a half I believe runs. Big Cat had that one also. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, should be clearing in the next, you know, couple weeks. Uh, Didi Gregorius, platoon second baseman for the Yankees. I took him as an under 19 and a half. He's on pace to clear. He only has like three or four so okay. far. Nice. Uh, Chris Bryant, noted Cubs first baseman. Over 28 and a half. He is on pace at the halfway mark to beat that. Okay. Now, was he third base or a couple of years ago? Or yes, am he, I tripping? Okay. No, he, and he actually, I may have uh, said that wrong. He may still be okay. third base as gotcha. well. And uh, unfortunately, the one losing one I've had or potential losing one so far, not hit his halfway mark at the halfway point of the season, but is Bryce Harper over 35 and a half? Mm. That tough. one is struggling so far. All the rest, though, are all in line to clear by season's end. Should have went so Mike Trout. So you updated the fans on uh, yeah. that those well, we, future bets I placed. We wish you good luck in those endeavors. And in the next 47 days and coming episodes, I will be breaking down and bringing to you some over-under season win totals for NFL and NCAA. Okay, yeah. Ooh. I do a little gambling futures preview. I think we should. I think, I think we that'd should. be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, come... I've already been asked about it by some by some listeners okay. uh, looking to gain that inner edge. Yeah, well, I don't know if they want our advice, but we're going to give it to them. Oh, absolutely. No, but so I think, are we, are we good? We're yeah, going to take a quick break. What we're going to do on the other side of it, we're not going to be here for much longer. But if special. You, yeah, if you want to watch my heart get broken as I find out that I'm going to get one of the last few picks in our fantasy draft, we are going to do a little drawing for that. We're going to have a couple of the guys from our league in on a call to make sure there's no collusion, and we're going to decide what order we will be drafting in this year. It's, this is going to be huge. I'm excited. I've got the excitement bubbling up. Mm-hmm. I just want to know where I'm at. Yeah, same here. So let's throw it to break real quick, gather some stuff, call some people. We'll come back at you in a couple minutes. All right, we are back, and it's time for Dreams to Get Crushed as we find out what order we'll be drafting in in our fantasy football league this year. So to, to let y'all in, Mikel, who is in our fantasy football league? Oh, I've got to name them all. Okay, so <laughs> oh, wow. it's the three of us here. You might hear some laughing and a beeping in the background. We've got Ryan and Spencer in on a line who are, are witnessing this draft to make sure there's no collusion. Also, Skull's stepfather, Old Neil. Uh, shout out to Old Neil. Uh, we've also <laughs> we've also got uh, our buddy Alan, Chris. I'm gonna t- leave the last names off. Yep. We got Alex, uh, Dolchek. <laughs> who am I missing here? Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's what, I wasn't keeping account on my hand. But it's yeah, a 10-man league, PPR, one-point PPR, uh, pretty standard. Keepers um, who will be, you know, we'll yeah, get into that. Yeah, we don't that, need to get into that. That's all extra. So get down to brass tacks here. Yeah, without further ado, Skulls is going to draw for the first pick of the draft, and my heart is just racing. Shake it up. Yeah, oh, shake, shake it, it good, up. Skulls. Go up and down. You got to go up and down with it, dog. Yeah, yeah, someone, get, someone get that up and down shake. <laughs> All right, okay. first draw is coming. First draw, I'm not looking. He's not, and no looking, obviously. Names. We don't look in the, the anticipation the, oh, is palpitating. Man, this is killing me. Piece of paper. He's got, he's got the piece of paper. I have a piece of paper. 
with the first pick in the second round of our draft this year. Keepers go in the first round, so we're starting at the second. Alan Arnold. He doesn't deserve it. Oh, wow. Alan Arnold. <laughs> you didn't earn first. this, <laughs> Alan. He's first pick. He's not, he's not online, so just put his name back here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, All right, G will make the second draw now. Should we write this down as we go or just I'll, I'll line them out? It's on the podcast. I mean, it's ah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we can we'll listen later. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, G, put your hand in there. Oh, man, again. I'm not looking. Give Show but. me Mikael. <laughs> <laughs> With the second pick of the 2019 Fantasyland draft. Oh, I picked my own name. Oh, <laughs> it is G. Pick two. Wow. Solid. Pick two. Get All buckets, right. baby. The third pick of the draft is going to be old military boy Ryan. Oh, Ryan will get the third pick. <laughs> All right, fourth Ryan. pick coming directly. Shake the whole TV off. All right, it's been shaken. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Mikhail's anxious, 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 to to pick. <laughs> anxious to get the pick. Anxious to get the pick in. Fourth pick. Fourth pick. Yeah. The fourth pick of the fantasy land draft this year goes to. All right, I'll take. Oh, I'll take fourth. Mikhail. That's Mikhail. about as far down as I wanted to go. Mikael. All right, and the fifth pick of the draft. I've got just a weight off my chest. Mister Crease. Ah, we've got a young C phrase. Chris, fifth, uh, yeah, fifth pick. All right. Man, I'm still winning this year wherever I pick. <laughs> <laughs> Old Neil's chirping at us already. <laughs> the number six pick is Spence. It's young Spencer. <laughs> Spencer. All right, number seven. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I can only do so much. No, with the seventh pick of the draft. He's going to pick himself here. That'd be nice. I'm calling Skulls. Better now yeah, than I'm later. Skulls pick right. himself. One dole check. Oh. We've got a dole check. Ooh. And so I got to pick. We, we, know, we know the eighth or we know what the eighth and ninth or tenth pick is going to stay in the family. Alrighty. All right. Eighth pick, pick here. Eighth pick. Is going to be. Mr. Neal himself. Old got the Neil eighth pick, coming. Dad. Hey, that's not a bad pick. You get you get to double yeah, down. Pick number eight. <laughs> All right. The ninth pick in the draft will finally be Mr. Skulls. Ninth pick here. That's a, I like the ninth pick. That's a good one. And you know what? So mm. the tenth, that last but not least. Young Alex Christ. Oh, with the last pick, we'll double down and go ten, and then you know eleven. So we've got it. It's there done. It, it is. It is. Oh, hey Chris. Chris joined in on the call. Oh, hey, give a shout out to Chris. Chris, you there were you the have what, it, Dad. You are fourth what? pick or something. No. Third. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I was no the fourth. One. Actually, no. I picked Chris. So I, the second time so, I picked him before. He before. Okay. The draft, we, we haven't decided. It's going to be. Garrett, I believe, was number two. Hopefully, the weekend. Yeah. Uh, some, some We're like looking at the 17th August. or 18th. Yes. Yeah, so. Hey, um, discussion real fast while we're online. Uh, 
Okay. We'll roast it live on air. <laughs> Go ahead. I think I think that was a problem for someone, but we'll have to talk about it here in a little bit. We'll we'll get on a group text here in a second and talk about it. So I'm gonna hang up on y'all now, but it's great to see your faces. Yeah. Specifically Chris. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. But that way, you know, hopefully we don't want to kill any more dead time on the podcast if you hung around this long. Yeah, if you if you hung around through that, we appreciate your fandom and how much you enjoy listening to us baffle about nonsense. And we're going to be chronicling our, our podcast, um, you know, fantasy football uh, throughout the year. So just yeah, kind of you'll be hearing for. about it. It's going to be in my beef stew probably every week. So. <laughs> Along with the Cowboys football season, depending on how that goes. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, look, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week, guys. It's been great to get back behind the mic. Um, thanks for listening. As usual, again, follow us on Please. Twitter at Backwoods3P, on Instagram at Backwoods3Potty, I think. Yeah, whatever yeah, something. it is. It's, it's on there. You'll find us on Instagram. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And, you know, have a hell of a week. That's what I want you, all of our listeners to do. Just go out and be great this week, you know? Thank you, Mikhail. That means so much to me. You just got to get it. You got to grab life by the balls. You got to wake up every day. You got to be inspired. I wake up at six o'clock. The next day I wake up at five. You know, <laughs> that's my Marky Mark impression. He's, he's doing inspiring stuff on Instagram now. Is he? Oh, is he? Do I need to follow him? This is what or he do, does. Are we following him on the Instagram? He wakes up and he's great. Okay. <laughs> all right, but, man. Yeah, I, think, I think I'm ready to get out of right, here. We're going to cue the flutes and uh, join us next week, guys. Bye. <laughs>